Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right for many women to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other constitutional rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, spread the word, and look out for one another. Hey, everyone. Welcome to She Podcast. This is episode 362. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, with me as always, the illustrious Elsie Escobar. And we are coming to you not live Monday, June 27th, because we had some things to record and because... You know oh my what? God. Sometimes you just don't feel like going live. What? Yeah. And also, we've been at this now for almost a half an hour and we just half started hour. recording because we had technical issues. And there was a point here. You know, when you get to those technical issues where you just kind of want to call it a day, I was getting that close. Mm-hmm. I was getting close sure. to the point of, okay, we've tried yeah. for years now and it's you know, over. It is raining and we know how rain affects our, <laughs> for some reason, we're very, we're very susceptible to rain. We don't know why. Are we? we when we, it yeah. rains, it's not great when, when it rains. But listen, it's going to be yeah. a short show anyway. So we're going to go ahead and power through whatever yeah. nonsensicals may happen. So off we yes. go. Off we um, go. So this last weekend, it was hot. It was so hot. It was incredibly hot. I went to the zoo because my older son hates me. And that's what he wanted to do for his birthday. He couldn't just choose a fucking arcade. You know what I'm saying? Something inside. Something where I could sit on my ass and they could play games. No, he wanted to go to the zoo for his birthday. So I took him and my other son, Isaac, who's seven and Nate's girlfriend, Andy, to the zoo. And then we saw two exhibits and then Nate and his girlfriend went on without us and left me and Isaac the shortest and roundest in our party. to like suffer through the zoo from top to bottom. So like every time we would get up to walk to another exhibit, it wouldn't be 30 seconds before I would go, it's so much walking, my legs hurt. So what we actually ended up doing was going bench to bench. I'd be at one bench and I'd go, look, there's another bench right there. Let's just make it to that bench. And he would see there's a vending machine. He'll go, can I have a Gatorade? And I'm like, anything it takes to get to that bench. Yes, we'll just make it to that bench. So we only saw after that a couple other things. You know, most people hate the zoo because of like the caged animals, et cetera, and so forth. But the Philadelphia would be Zoo, me. the Philadelphia Zoo is enormous and they're not really in cages. Like there's a habitat for the gorillas, a habitat for the cats. They may not be able to cross in with each, like, I don't know if the tigers and the leopards can talk or whatever, but it's a large enough amount of space where they can roam, they can hide, they can eat. What? You're wondering if they all sit and have brunch? They don't. <laughs> I mean, Jess, listen, if I'm thinking like caged animals, my thought is, 
community between wild yeah. animals it looks way different yeah probably than does. for humans so if <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't be like oh when they're gonna get no you don't actually i don't think you actually want them to be no but that, that's what i'm saying it's yeah. not a habitat where everybody's just living in africa together like there's no <laughs> i'm just saying like each one like you have to walk around a huge area because each cat has its own like space to do what they need to do i mean it gets except run that probably wouldn't work out yeah but all the other yeah. things they can do that they do no it was more about the fact that it was hot and i'm miserable i am miserable at the zoo and isaac complained all day about his legs and how thirsty he was and how hot it was it was just torture i will never go to the zoo again you will have to drug me and drag me to go to the zoo there's only a oh. few places i can say that about and the zoo i am done with the zoo the I was end. planning on taking you to the zoo when you came over. To Fuck visit that me. shit. Does Asheville have a nice zoo? You know, I've been to the San Diego Zoo and I felt the same way. Why are we here? Even in California, it's like all this is is walking in the heat. Why? But that's anyone- everything. That's also Disneyland and all of this. Disneyland, there's at least a ride or something to entertain you. Yeah, but it's you have to be in line and, and doing all the things. And yeah, okay, I hear I watched, you. I mean, I'm I not watched a, f- a monkey somersault from one end of a room to the other end of a room just because he was feeling sassy. My favorite and- parts of the zoo are the ones. Did you guys not go into the inside stuff like the um, reptiles? Aquarium? Yeah, the aquarium. no, there's no aquarium. The reptiles were very cool. Some huge ass snakes in there. Yeah, like we have like the aquarium is one of my favorites. It's so nice and it is dark in there and very cool. One of the nicest aquariums I live near is the Baltimore Aquarium, not Philadelphia. And actually, I don't even know if Philly has one. Camden, New Jersey has one. So no more zoo for me ever. I do live in an aquarium. They're beautiful. It's way less walking. It's a lot more staring, less good pictures, but that's okay. I'm not. I don't need pictures. So what happened with you this weekend? Anything good? Uh, in terms of weekend, no, but I just, I mean, I guess if we're like sticking to the, um, animal. you know, animal sort of, uh, thing theme or whatever theme, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, l- last week, so it wasn't this week. It was last week. I and mean, we're going to talk, I was going to talk about the story before, but, um, you know, it was like, uh, I was sleeping. <laughs> okay. Okay. As you do. And, um, my child comes into the room and she goes, mama. Very calm. Actually, she was. She didn't say, "Mama." She went, "Mom, mm-hmm. a baby snake just fell on my head and woke me up. It's still on my bed." Oh my god! And I was like, "Did she say that calmly to you?" Yes. Yeah, she did. And what? with her iPad, like she had her iPad. Mama, a baby snake, and I'm like, "A baby snake, a baby snake." Yeah. And she goes, "Yes, it's still on my bed." Like serious face, serious. Serious face. Like she wasn't, she was kind of like, she sounded annoyed is what she sounded. Not panicked so, and frightened no, and horrified and, and nauseous. None of those just things. Annoyed. Which is what annoyed. I'm those things just thinking about a snake in my bed. Okay. So just annoyed. Okay. All right. So um, I go, all right, I'm going to go see the baby snake. I got to <gasps> go find the baby snake. I mean, I don't know what she's talking about. So I'm like, and mind you, I'm going, a baby snake? How does a I mean, baby snake come into the house? How does so, she know it's right? a baby? I, right. Hello. Okay. So I went to go find what this was, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I had to find it and she was calm. So I go in there and she goes, it's right there. And she points to her bed. You want to see what it was? 
I'm going to put Actually, it up on if the... it wasn't a snake, then yes, I have to know what it was. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. <gasps> that ain't no snake. What is that? <laughs> that motherfucker it... is like a millipede or something. How many legs? It was Wait, a centipede. Legs? It was a centipede. And it was That's so worse. big that she thought it was a baby snake. <laughs> Can you imagine? It is crazy. So anyway, Why do these things exist? And also, oh, I forgot to tell you something else. I missed a, a whole thing. So she goes, Mom, a baby snake fell on my head and bit me. And it's still on my bed. And so and I was like, you. and bit you. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Right so now she's I, envisioning Lyme disease. So like, then right? like I went in there and I look at that. It was a giant centipede. I can't even function thinking and about that thing. And of course, it it does. It actually, it stings you because it had its little thingies, right? So it, it did sting. I think it was her thumb or something. And mind you, through this whole time, super chill, super calm. Like, like not chill, chill. She wasn't chill. I can't say chill. Almost Quiet. as if it bit her and then hypnotized her. Reser <laughs> <laughs> so reserved. And I said, okay, I'm also very matter of fact, because I just, I mean, mind you, I'm, you can't like, you can't go into that and go, oh my God, like you just literally have to do everything that you wouldn't. So you go, oh, it's a centipede. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and remove it from the bed. So I had to go get it. I put it in the, like in a jar and I threw it outside and then I come in and and then I had to deal with her, right? Because, and then I'm, and as I'm doing all this, I'm Googling, right? What's centipede that to do She's obviously fine with it all. Well, centipede bites. Hello. I don't know if they're like super poisonous. Oh. So then like I'm sitting there and I'm, and then it said, you have to wash the wound because it's a wound, not a bite, uh, a, a wound. wound. So that I had to sit there. a terrible word. Right. And so then like I moist. I totally washed it all up and stuff. And as she's cleaning up, I said to her, gosh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. This is this must have been awful. I mean, I'm sorry. You must have been really scared. And she looks at me and her little eyes go like that big and like these big giant tears start to come down. She was oh. holding on to like all of the stress of trying to Why? stay contained and not freaked out. And then I just gave her a hug and I'm like, you're going to be, she goes, and then she goes, mom, am I going to die? <laughs> oh my God. You know, they know. have to face that fear every day I living know. there, Elsie. That's what you've done to your children. They can't come across any living thing without being like, am I going to die? Oh my God, this is it. This is the end. I've had a good 11 years. This is it. Goodbye world. Because they run into stuff all the time. You never know what could be the end up there. Thank God you don't live in Australia. They'd be dead five times already. <laughs> oh, my God. And so true. How can so, you deal with that? You're from L.A. For fuck's sake. How does this not gross you out, freak you out, make you scream and run? First of all, I was raised in El Salvador. We find all kinds of very interesting things. OK, fine. Me, all right. So I come from a culture that has all kinds of interesting things all over the place, you know? You didn't get spoiled in LA with the bug-free environment or anything? Like the whole- No, not really. I mean, oh the first God. apartment that we moved into was, had lots of roaches. We often had to get deal with the ants coming in. Like there was always stuff mm -hmm. like that. That doesn't right? count, but, anyway. but okay, yeah. 
But she finally broke down and I held her and she like, you know, cried herself. And then I was like, dude, it, you're going to be fine. You're gonna, it's, it's fine. No I'm worries. Did we did this. Da, 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 da. And so she goes, I'm not going back in that bedroom. I am sleeping on the couch. So she slept on the couch and I washed that. all her sheets the next day and I had her clean up her bedroom. And then she said, I am not opening the window anymore because I what I had done is oh. I had I was opening windows so that it could we could get a lot of a breeze in here, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. anyway, she's like, no, right now your daughter's like windows. that crazy bitch keeps opening the windows. What the fuck? If so she anyway, that's again, baby- I'm running away. That is, that was the baby snake scenario where I was just like a centipede oh was the baby snake. Mind you, the fact that she thought, I mean, just think about this. Well, Can everybody who's her. listening, I'm sorry, but just think about it. Having something land on your head that you think is a baby snake and it's also and then, long enough to be a baby snake. And it's and it an actual you, insect. It bit her. It bit her. It's an insect. I mean, it was literally, it was like huge. It was huge. Oh, so it anyway, bit her. It bit her. what would it you bit have her. done? I actually, you know Seriously, what? That's going to take like, us into a whole other. No, it won't. I'll tell you exactly. If he came in, no matter what kind of it wouldn't matter what kind of demeanor he had. The second I either hear snake or bit me, both Scott and I would have been like, what? What are you saying? Where? What are you talking about? We would have freaked out, ran in, panicked, threw everything in the trash. <laughs> like we can't handle. I mean, like. Normally, it's Scott overreacting and then me being like, hold on, nobody's dead yet. Let's just think for a second. Can we just think for one second? But both of us would have would have like flown out of our chairs to be like, snake, what? What snake? What? What are you saying? What? <laughs> Oftentimes, if we're not sure, we go, Isaac, what are you saying right now? Like, because he's like, <laughs> am I supposed to panic or not? You know, and then he'll either go, he'll either change it to like, yes, this is a problem or OK, no, you don't have to panic. But we have to ask, like, are you saying there's a a snake in your? Yeah, it would be total chaos here. I can't believe that you were just like, "Hmm, let's check it out, shall we? (laughs) Let's all saunter into the room and see what's up, may may. Doopy doopy dude. You see that thing on TV? You see Listen, the game on TV the other night? I like, had to stay. I am always very calm when it comes to panic. Like I I think that's exactly I I am very much like May. Like we conceal our inner world. Conceal the feel. Right. I guess whatever that is, it's like we're having all the feelings but way inside. And then when we're alone, that's right. when they come out. Or when we have to verbal like if somebody finally acknowledges it and sees us like it's because we're so like nothing is penetrating right and if somebody even with that non-penetrating thing if somebody actually verbalizes the emotion that we're that must have been really hard on you or wow you must have been scared or something and then it kind of allows the door to open and when the door Mm -hmm. opens then it's like all the crying kind of stuff because we can't have a conversation about it it's like Right. Because it's being held anyway. Um, that was the baby I mean, snake internet incident. Yes. I don't think I have that last phase. I used to, but it went away. I can no longer allow the emotions to resurface. I can oh. be calm in a situation, but then when it's over, I like to promptly forget it happened instead of like processing. I can't. I now need like a, I don't know, like a journal or something. I don't know. I don't have that last phase at all. I've had so many experiences where I was just like, oh, what are we going to do? That like, I don't have the like, okay, that was really scary. Like, I don't even do that. I'm just like, right, 
on to the ah! on to the next thing. I almost knocked my mic over. I'm sorry, Jonna. I know you're going to be mad for that. All right, so yeah. that's frightening. Speaking of shit being in your house, yeah. Um, um, what's going on with the home edit? We have to figure out because you went and got the book after we talked. There's a workbook oh. and a regular book. All right. The regular book basically gives you like the the lowdown on like their process. They have a very specific okay. five step process: contain, organize, sort, edit, whatever. So that that part's really cool, and it also shows you like what they did to cert, you know, how they fixed this room or that room. And then the workbook takes you, they have like 10 challenges. So for example, they, and actually they recommend you save the pantry for last. They said the pantry, they said, if we knew the pantry was going to be like such a soul sucking thing, we would never (laughs) recommend you do it. You need like a a week of therapy after you do the pantry because there's just so much shit in a pantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sentimental because it's food, but it's like, there's just, the thing is everything. Okay. So I was watching this last night when I was stoned. Okay. As (laughs) usual. I have an epiphany. Of course. Right? Because Joanna said something that I couldn't forget. She said there are no free floating items allowed, which means that when they go into a room, every single thing in that room has a category. Pens, yeah. pencils, trash, notebooks, bills, stickers, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. My entire house is free floating items. Yeah, I have shit in the kitchen that belongs in the office. I have shit. In but the that's office. not just you, dude. That's no, everyone. Everyone. But that's it, right. It could contain and organize in this with this one thing. No free floating items. Everything would be perfect. Everything. So first thing I did was I got a water bottle container because we have them in a cabinet way up high. And then we have the lids in a drawer. This thing allows you to keep the lid with the water bottle and you set it up like wine bottles. It's kind of like a wine bottle holder, but it's for water bottles. All right. So that led me to realize that I have way more lids than I do water bottles. So now Mm -hmm. I have to buy a lid container because I don't want them just you don't just want them free floating in the drawer. So I would like a container just for lids and then a container for what else is in that drawer, like plastic cups or whatever. And this also allowed me to throw out the baby cups and pieces that are still in there that we've just never thrown out. I don't want to do the kitchen first per se, but like it's the easiest because it's the place where shit is just everywhere. Like it's just like we have a junk drawer, you know, like we've got like, why would the lids be separate? Why would the water bottles be up here where I can't reach? And then the lids be in a drawer across the kitchen. Like, that's just stupid. It makes no sense. Or like the coffee, right? Like I've caught like my there's a little desk in the kitchen covered in like coffee syrups, coffee machine, place to put your coffee pods. Stir, you know, like you should have a like Joanna and Clea, they make a station. They, they love do. to set up a station. It's so it's cute so with all the things. Satisfying. Yeah, it is so satisfying. So I would like yeah. a coffee. I'm going to create a coffee station, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm going to have a coffee station in there. And also I'd like to create like a um like a get ready to go station for for Isaac. So I'd like shelves where I can put for summer bathing suit, towel, sunscreen, water, you know, mm. just have it all together so that I can just boop, 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 grab it out the door. I'd also like to do a lunch packing station in mm. my snack drawer, which is complete chaos. It, my snack drawer is so, so chaotic. I can't fit bread. It's supposed to be a bread drawer and I can't put bread oh. in it because there's so much raisins, granola bars, chips, cookie, you know, like it's like, oh my God, I don't even have chips. It's like, it's all, none of it is organized. All of it is free floating. There's like fucking 
butter brickle left over from Christmas in there. Like just it's what is bonkers. that? I'm not going to ask. Brickle, Don't tell me. Butter brickle Don't is like nuts. <laughs> you kind of like make a caramel with sugar and butter. You know how you make caramel with that? Mm. If you boil those things, it makes caramel, brown sugar okay. and butter. Then you pour that on a pan and like shove me. some like, yes, <laughs> like you shove some nuts in there and let it harden. And you've got like butter brickle. Butter um, brickle. Okay. The point is, the point is then once it's all categorized and put back in a nice, in an, in, and I mean, like when you see it on the show, it's not just organized and categorized. It's symmetrical and pleasing to the eye. It is like. They yes, it is. Bookshelf and make it like wholly symmetrical on both sides. If they have one thing, they don't put it on the right. They make no, they big, have to. It has to be absolutely like hundred like, percent symmetrical yeah. and color coordinated. Because yeah. they did a show last night where they did this um this couple's office and and I and she said they had enough books to open their own California library. But yeah. when it was done, they left the white books on the white shelf and the blue books on the blue shelf. And who the fuck knows where the rest are and no one cares because it's color coordinated, <laughs> right? It's just perfectly perfect. And that's it. You don't get to read a red book now because this is what the room looks like. If you buy a red book, you're up a creek. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but it's, well, like, I mean, it's no. so satisfying, though. And to think of it all is. the rooms where you could just be like a rainbow in my office where, you know, like all my Sharpies can be in rainbow category. Like, I yeah. just love the idea of it. 100%. The idea is so great. Like when I saw that, I actually immediately implemented it into it's no longer happening now because my children organize it themselves. But mm -hmm. I did the same thing for all the books that we had on the shelf. And it was so great. I mean, there was something right. really nice. And, it, and, it, and it's also I think that when they were talking about how easy it is to share that idea with children and how mm -hmm. easy right. they understand that. Uh, that's the thing that sold me because we often can come up with like, let's alphabetize this. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, and then it, I mean, not to say that alphabetizing, well, yeah, alphabetizing can be hard because yeah, you're seeing yeah. like A, B, okay, B, B, R, B, L. Not for Legos. Yeah, it's been so <laughs> right. so there's what do a we lot. Do with these brown ones. Yes. You know? and yeah. Yeah. So then it, if you start to do it real quick, you can easily go like, it goes in the brown books instead of like, Okay, who's the author? What's the name of this? Where's that? Mm. Where are the now where you're are a card the catalog? No, you know? no, <laughs> it's like, just colors. I agree. This yeah. is a mess. You cannot colors do it alphabetically. I'm yeah, cool with the colors. The other thing I noticed about this couple is like she had a, a room like half the room was full of boxes and she didn't even know it was in there. And when they opened one, it was like precious ornament that had been handed down to her family for generations oh. next to a pile of sheets and an iron. Scott and I paused the show, looked at each other and spent a half hour congratulating ourselves on packing boxes because I would never put a family heirloom next to an iron in any box for any reason. That thing would have its own box before I would just throw shit into a box that don't make sense together. Every box I've ever packed has a purpose. Not my shelves, but when I pack shit up, he and I both are like, that's not the fork box or whatever like we yeah. we need a box for everything so at least i felt very superior to them and so we had to stop <laughs> and like pat ourselves on the back that we were at least organized box havers <laughs> you know and they're not even all labels they're not even all labeled but i can go downstairs open a box and be like okay shoes and shut it again yeah 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 open yeah. a box and say okay files and shut it again like i don't have to wonder what's in any box what about you? Yeah. Do you do that? Or are you? Like I, I actually random... start 
I start that way. And then after packing all the things, then there's a lot of extra stuff, right? That's right, just right. left. That has right. no place. And by that time, box. my, um, the, well, by that time, I'm so tired of making decisions of yes. like sorting that I just go, mm-hmm. oh, let's just stick it all in here. So like, usually the top layer is a mess and then <laughs> you got to like dig up. And then at the bottom part, it's got the thing, like yeah. the core uh- reason for the box is at the bottom. The top part is like, what? What is what are all these little things? So and also like for me, like packing up my office because I'm getting ready to have it painted. Like I have two big totes with all the like I didn't sort them because it's all off. Like I know that whatever's in there, I'm just going to have to take out and put somewhere. So I do have like books with figurines with this, you know, with magazines or whatever, because I'm just like, okay, uh, this is all just office. But at least I know it's you know, if it went in the basement, I would know where it went and what was in there still, I think. Anyway, I was very proud of myself. So yeah, the home edit is slowly changing my up. I also know that like if I were to like get really into it, um, I would need a month's vacation to finish the whole house at one time. So I'm gonna oh try God. and do like I'm gonna try and do like one drawer, one shelf yeah. at a time, and just save the pantry for last because yeah. when I read that they were just like the pantry is a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> but here's what happened. Wait, I'll, I know we're running out of time a little bit, but I just want to tell you last night I watched them do Retta's. She had like a room that she wanted to be like a leisure lounge and par- and, you know, a memorabilia and something else. And they, you know, they measure the entire room first and then they have a huge team go to the container store, buy all the they call it the product. They yeah. buy the product, which is their home edit product. Then they come back. Now, for whatever reason, Retta didn't tell them that she wanted that room to be done that day. So so they find out they have four hours to do it and none of the product fits in her fucking cabinets. So she they have to go all back to the store by all by someone else's product. And some of that wasn't fitting. Now they're in Target just searching for like rainbow Christmas. Show. Like they were just like uh-huh. Clea just started like spinning out. Like one of them was just like like there was a whole section of that particular show where both of them were just like, I don't I mean, I I can't I can't even I don't even know. Like, I can't even. And it was like that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I'm telling you, when you are stoned, this is high drama. Right. I was like, what the fuck are they going to do? I was, <laughs> I was like having a fit. And then and Scott was in the shower. Right. So when he came out, I'm like, you won't believe this. They don't have the right size products. And Retta is waiting. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> watching too i was like this is gonna be the best 10 minutes of my life and i turned back oh on just to watch god. it like come together oh my god i was so exciting it's like i told you it's the best show like i got sucked into it because of the rainbows and because of the yes. organization and anyway but all right so you know what the only thing i will say yeah. also is that like you can do a drinking game with clea mentioning how often she needs champagne like She's a seriously struggling alcoholic and no one mentions it ever on the show. But she does not stop talking about champagne, needing it, having it, bringing it, loving it. She never stops talking about it. And it's like, if that's your one personality trait, you need rehab, Clea, if you're listening. <laughs> if that's your one personality. Get help. Get help. It's not even great. It's not right. All right. All right. All right. Um, what else do we have on the docket here? So we have, um, we're just going to finish off. Um, yes. Because Jess read, um, she read a PSA. At the beginning of the show so that you hear there was a promo at the beginning of the show. And this was an organized by Ariel Nissenblatt via Twitter. 
there's going to be a link in the show notes, everybody, so that you can see the beginnings of this movement, this organized I think that's what that's what you would call it, right? An organized yes, an organized mm-hmm. yes, a movement that's being organized to raise awareness and support choice.crd.co. There's a campaign for podcasters to do a pre-roll just like we did to raise awareness and help support women who have had their rights taken away. So if you could go to that website, you will be able to figure out what you can do further to help the cause as a podcaster or, you know, a human being, if you're listening and you're not a podcaster. There is a tweet that Ariel put out on at about quarter to 12 on June 24th. Mm-hmm. And we'll it. essentially a, hey, are you interested in organizing a massive pre-roll campaign, a message in opposition to the Supreme Court decision to overturn Road versus Wade? Let me know by commenting on this post. We can run host read messages that offer resources and support open to ideas. That, that was a tweet as of Monday, because we're recording this on Monday, the 27th. It has had 334 retweets, 48 quote tweets and 558 likes. And from then on, it went to a collaborative state where there was a group of people who collaborated on writing the copy of the said PSA. At a 30 second, 60 second, and I think there's a there's actually a, a whole lot more that you could do. And everybody kind of worked on that and edited it together and all of that stuff. And it was really just living in a Google Doc. And then as of Monday, there was a website that you can go to to see instead of a Google Doc, you see all in a nice website. So it is called podvoices.help. That's the website, podvoices.help. And if you go there, you see on the left-hand side, it says about podcast listeners. And then on the right-hand side, it's got podcast hosts slash producers. And you can go to either one of those things. All of the resources are there. Everything of how to do whatever it is that you need is on that website now, including links, including the scripts, how to contact um, how to get help speaking up and giving. So there's like lots of different stuff that has um, has gone onto that website. So please go ahead and check it out. Kudos to the podcasting community for uh, organizing themselves super fast and, yeah, and creating this incredible thing. So, and there's also a doc that was shared. And in that last doc, it is sort of like um, you just put in whenever you publish an episode. This episode, Melissa is going to, after this episode is published, which should go out somewhere on Friday, once it's published, then what we do is you go back into a sort of survey type of form. You put in there the link to your episode and all of that kind of stuff so that there is sort of like a, a way to count how many people participated in this. And Um, Ariel has stated that her hopes, or I'm sure their hope for everyone, is that there is at least a thousand podcasts that participate in the campaign. So in case you would like to participate, all links will be in the show notes for you. And excellent, excellent, excellent. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much. For joining us today on She Podcasts, if you want to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, please go to at She Podcasts. You can also find us on our website, ShePodcast.com. 
We have an event coming up. It is in October. You will want to come. It is in Washington, D.C. Go to ShePodcastLive.com. Get your ticks. Also, we have a membership that you might want to join. You can actually get cheaper ticks from there. Go to membership.shepodcast.com. And of course, our website, shepodcast.com, where you can find all the links. If you want to email us, feedback at shepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening today. We truly appreciate it. And we love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>